Amazon is employing AI to police fraudulent reviews. Timu and Sheen are lagging in holiday sales. This week is the first ever Amazon Black Friday football game. You soon can have videos for Amazon Post. These and much more stories on today's Weekly Buzz. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our Helium 10 Weekly Buzz, where we give you a rundown of all the goings-on as far as news goes in the Amazon, Walmart, e-commerce world. We give you all the latest new Helium 10 features that have been released this week, and we give you training tips of the week that will give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. Let's see what's buzzing. All right, today is Thursday. Yes, I'm recording this on Thursday. Yes, it's an American holiday, but we at the Weekly Buzz do not take any time off, guys. We want to make sure you guys know what's going on out there. So let's go ahead and hop right into the news. The uh, first article of the day is actually uh, was a press release by Amazon, and it's entitled How Amazon is Using AI to Ensure Authentic Customer Reviews. All right, you know, a lot of us uh, worry sometimes, complain about you know, a lot of you know, competitors doing some black hat strategies in reviews, right? And so this article goes in to talk about how advanced AI helps publish authentic reviews and weed out the uh, fake ones. You know, it mentions how the vast majority of reviews pass the, this Amazon b- uh, bar of authenticity and they get posted right away, but that they're using AI to kind of look uh, or try and detect if there's potential review uh, abuse and if that happens they either delete the review they take action against the reviewer a lot of interesting things this article talks about now the thing that almost kind of like worried me was that i still see in 2023 a lot of obviously fraudulent reviews you know where it's reviews that have to do with uh you know products that you know are not even part of you know the listing and a whole bunch of other things this article was talking about how in 2022 Amazon observed and blocked more than 200 million fake reviews. So it's like, that's kind of crazy if you think about it. Like, that's last year. And this year, I'm still seeing reviews. Like, man, that's a lot of reviews and uh, a lot of, you know, fake reviews and and bad reviews. So it's funny because, you know, we've been talking about that FTC lawsuit. And I've always mentioned how there's like so many other things I think that Amazon sellers are worried about. Uh, as far as Amazon goes and the things that that FTC thing is. And I would say that like the fake reviews is one of them where all of a sudden some new competitor comes in and within like three days, there's like a thousand reviews or, or all of a sudden they, they merge a whole bunch of listings and, or resurrect some dead listing. There's reviews for a phone case, but you know, it's really for a coffin shelf or something. I mean, these are the things that, uh, you know, I think a lot of Amazon sellers hope that, you know, Amazon would crack down more on, hey, this article might be a move in the right direction if it's uh, utilizing more advanced AI. Obviously, AI in 2023 and 2024 is not what it was in 2022. So maybe there is uh, kind of like light at the end of this tunnel. Next article is from Reuters, and it's entitled Timu and Shane lag far behind as online holiday shopping uh, ramps up. So, you know, like I've been talking about this because it comes up in the news a lot, how, you know, they're they're making a lot of waves. So many people are going to their website and stuff, but I'm not, I never really was worried uh, about, you know, Timu and Shane like biting into Amazon sales. Even Amazon's not worried. We talked about in the weekly buzz before how Amazon is not even doing price matching on these websites because it doesn't even really consider it like on the same level. Now, a similar web in this article said that, hey, nine out of 10 visitors to Timu and Sheen, 
And when I say a lot, you know, visitors, there's millions of uh, uh, visitors coming this holiday season. This article says nine out of 10 are window shoppers, not buyers. All right. Sheen's website drew 28.6 million unique visitors in October, which is up from a year before. But visits that resulted in actual transactions, you know, a visit to the website that ended up in a sale went down to 4.1%. How does Amazon compare? 56% of Amazon's 268 million monthly visits in October resulted in sales. So again, like I don't think Amazon is is scared or, or we as Amazon sellers need to worry about all this traffic that's going to like Timu and, and Sheen. People are not really buying on there right now. You know, things could of course change, but uh, as of now, you could see that, you know, buyer intent is really lacking on those other websites. Uh, speaking of Amazon, uh, this next article is from Variety. The title is Amazon to launch live shopping deals during Black Friday football game on Prime Video. All right. So the very first ever Black Friday football game is happening. Usually, you know, Thursday, Thanksgiving, Thursday football is kind of a big thing. Now the first ever Amazon Black Friday game, and it's going to be broadcast on Amazon and says deals are going to go live during pregame halftime and post-game sales, all right? And there will also be one big limited time deal per quarter. Now, there's rumors about what these might be. You know, some say it's like, you know, might be some big uh, from Beats by Dre and Lego and different things. Now, you might think, well, you know, that it doesn't, that's not me. You know, I don't have my deals on there. But again, we, we've been talking about kind of like a move by Amazon to start having more deals with their Prime Video and and their video assets. And even though this might not have, you know, regular third-party sellers, you know, we're not going to afford, um, you know, a spot in this once a year, uh, you know, football game. But imagine, you know, if millions of people are watching football and, you know, a certain percentage of them are going to go to buy these Beats by Dre or, or these Legos or these other things. Now, all of a sudden, guess what? It's a, you know, commercial time or it's a break. It's halftime. They're on the Amazon app. And they're buying something else, but now they might go ahead and browse other other things, you know. So this is good for for Amazon sellers, even though you might not be taking advantage of this exact kind of advertising, you are advantaged by it because Amazon is sending all of this new traffic directly to Amazon, and and hopefully, you know, that they can find their way to one of your listings if they start browsing, you know, while, while they're waiting for the second half to start or something like that. So interesting, interesting things. How you know the world of advertising for for Amazon and the world of sports and, and entertainment is coming a little bit more together. Next one uh, article is actually just from you know from uh, my buddy uh, Jeff Cohen's LinkedIn. I've been seeing this. You know, multiple people post about this. I don't have access to this in my account, but I wanted to you know show Jeff's post here because he was the first one that I saw uh, talk about it. But on LinkedIn, he says that Amazon Post is going to soon support video. So Amazon Post, uh, you know, hopefully you guys are utilizing that. We've talked about how you can use the, the Amazon AI and the Helium 10 AI to create uh, images and captions completely automatically with uh, Amazon or for, for Amazon Post. But soon you're now going to be able to upload video. You know, uh, I personally have been seeing Amazon posts come up more in search results than in the past. Perhaps you've seen that before. So imagine if now in the search results, you can see Amazon posts that have video. All right. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, Jeff talks about here in his uh, his uh, LinkedIn post that he says that, hey, shoppers who interact with a post end up performing 45 percent more branded searches and brands with 10 plus posts have on average compared to brands with fewer than 10 posts, 
two and a half more times store visits and almost four times more followers. And so, you know, the, the thought being that, hey, that's just with static images, how much more could potentially having video now increase your branded search and some of your uh, traffic? So if you don't have it in your Amazon post section yet, you know, like me, it's probably going to come in the next uh, few days for you. All right. Next article is actually from Car and Driver. First time we're quoting Car and Driver here in the uh, Weekly Buzz, and it's entitled Hyundai to sell vehicles on Amazon starting in 2024. All right. It says, looking for a 2024 Hyundai, look no further than your Amazon Prime account. Now, again, does this affect third-party sellers? You know, maybe, maybe not. I just thought this was an interesting kind of like uh, article here because that's just kind of crazy if you think about where things are going. Now, basically, this article is saying that, hey, you're going to be able to like pick your color and everything. You're going to use the buy box. Uh, there's going to be different dealers that maybe have different uh, offerings. You know, <laughs> different dealerships are now playing the game of fighting for the buy box, like arbitrage uh, sellers. There's no, there's no haggling here. And I just think it's like kind of like fascinating where the world of of online commerce is going to. You know, buying brand new cars online is not new, but Amazon obviously is going to be the biggest website ever to to, to sell new cars. And who knows? You know, maybe. I'm just waiting for the first dealership to make a mistake on their coupon and they don't realize there's some coupons or deal of the day stacking and I'll, I'll really get, uh, be able to get a new uh, Hyundai uh, Santa Fe for like 50% off or something. My very first ever new car was a 1999 Hyundai Elantra. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I kind of only drive like Kias and, and things now, but uh, I still love uh, my Korean car. So who knows? Maybe uh, I, I might be one of the ones to... Uh, be one of the first ones to buy a brand new car on Amazon. All right, that's it for the uh, news articles this week. Actually, not that much uh, going on. Now, before we get into the Helium 10 uh, new feature alerts, um, I wanted to, to call attention to a couple of newsletters. I've never really been one to promote newsletters, never even had my own until a couple of weeks ago, but there's only three newsletters that I subscribe to or, or that, I, and that I actually read You know, out of all the ones out there. And so the first one is uh, actually the Billion Dollar Sellers Newsletter, all right? So that's made by, obviously, Kevin King uh, from uh, the Helium 10 Elite Program and the AMPM Podcast. Um, it's very, very valuable, all right? You know, there's there's not BS in here. There's actionable strategies. There's not a whole bunch of fluff. A lot of, a lot of humor in there, though. So if you guys want to get, you know, strategies that you can use right away, and, and some no BS uh, newsletter, uh, go ahead and go to h10.me forward slash BDSN, h10.me forward slash BDSN, completely free to subscribe to that newsletter um, and a lot of great stuff. Like that's the first kind of like outside newsletter I've ever read in my life just because it's the only one worth it to me. Uh, another one um, that I've been subscribing to for a little while is made by PacView's own Melissa. All right, so this is on LinkedIn. And this is called Commerce Accelerated. So if you guys want to subscribe to it, go to h10.me forward slash Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A. Uh, another great uh, newsletter, a lot of advertising uh, in there and a lot of, you know, high level strategies as well as stuff that affects, you know, third party sellers. Um, the last uh, article was a recap on Amazon Unboxed that Melissa was at. And so I highly recommend uh, subscribing to that newsletter. And then, the, of course, you know, shameless plug, the last newsletter is the new weekly buzz newsletter that I'm doing. It's not just like a transcript of, of this weekly buzz. I, I go break down all of the news articles and have some video on there and, and some other, um, you know, 
strategies as well. So if you guys want to subscribe on LinkedIn to my uh, Helium 10 weekly buzz newsletter, just go to h10.me forward slash newsletter, h10.me forward slash newsletter. All right, now let's get into the Helium 10 new feature alerts. Every week we are launching new tools, new features, uh, new functionality. Uh, a lot of it comes from you, the user. So what do we have cooking for this week? Even though it's a short week, we're still launching things. The, the very first one I want to talk about is uh, for Cerebro and Magna, and these are custom filters. This has been asked for by a lot of you out there. And, and you know, you guys all have maybe your own strategy of how you run Cerebro as part of your process. Like, right. Like maybe, Hey, I'm going to analyze, you know, 15 different niches. And for every one, one of my criteria, for example, what do I have here? I I'm showing a search volume of a minimum 400, uh, and then a minimum number of one competitor, maximum two are ranking between one and 20. And, uh, these keywords have a title density of three, like, like, there's like six filters that I'm using right there. Now, if, if you're having to do this search 10 times a day, right, because you, you know, you're just doing some bulk research, it's probably a, a hassle for you to have to one by one re-enter all of these filters in. So now what we have is once you enter some filters at the very bottom of Cerebro, um, you are going to want to go ahead and hit this button called save as filter preset, right? And once you hit that button, uh, another window will come up allowing you to go ahead and, and put a, a preset name and you can say, hey, this is my you know keyword research version one or whatever. And now this is going to show up as a one click filter at the very top of Cerebro so that when you get into Cerebro, you enter the ASINs, you can just hit one button and it automatically populates your filters. Same thing for magnet. All right. Let's say I have this process where I'm like, Hey, I, I, out of all these keywords from what came out from, you know, these thousands of keywords that came out inside of my magnet search, show me everything that has 500 search volume. That's at least three words and that there's only 300 competing products for this keyword, right? Again, it might take a little bit of time to enter all these filters in. Once you do that again, just hit the save as filter preset. And what's going to happen is you can just name this filter. And then now when you enter in, uh, go into a magnet search, you are going to be able to just, you know, hit that button and your exact filters are going to come out. Uh, the next uh, and the uh, only other uh, update for the days is for those of you who are on the Helium 10 Supercharge you know, plan our supercharged plans for like eight, nine figure sellers. You guys have some pretty crazy uh, graphs that you're going to be able to do. All right. So on your insights dashboard, uh, you're at the very bottom, there's a button that says add a chart. All right. You know, and everybody else has access to this too, but you got uh, supercharged members have access to kind of like a crazy, uh, crazy next level charting system. All right. And this is just the beginning. So it takes you to a new page and then uh, basically what you're going to want to see is you can choose any two metrics that you want to compare. Like, hey, I'm going to compare my ad click-through rate with my unit sold. I want to compare ROAS, ACOS, ad spend, and net profit, you know, all in the same uh, chart. Um, I want, you know, the, the, the dates to be preset at this. I mean, like pretty much you're going to be able to now take anything that is in your uh, you know, Helium 10 account, which comes from Seller Central, obviously all of your data and then start putting it on graphs and tables and compare different things 
that you normally wouldn't be able to compare. Because a lot of, again, why do we have this? A lot of people were saying, hey, I love the data that's in Helium 10, but I end up having to like download it into Excel files and make my own PowerPoints and reports. No longer. You can just compare anything you want, download the uh, graphs and and uh, you know make tables, et cetera. So that is for supercharged members. All right, that's it for the Helium 10 new feature alerts for this week. Uh, last up, we have our training tip of the week, and it's actually... Uh, a PPC training tip, and it's with a guest speaker, Mina Elias, who you guys all know and love. And this one is going to be about how you can audit your account. Like maybe you haven't been paying enough attention to your PPC. Well, how can you go in there and give it an audit? Mina, let us know how. Mina, question that we've gotten from our audience is, hey, you know, I've been running PPC for a while. I'm running it on my own for now. How can I run like an audit to know if I'm doing well or not, what are the things that you look at so that somebody can really understand like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing excellent. Or you know what? I need some improvement here and there. Yeah. So I'll walk you through our audits and, and basically how I do an audit, like step-by-step step Step number one, I'm looking at portfolios. Are you organizing your products into portfolios? Um, You know, do you have like multiple uh, child ASINs that are, that have different campaigns or are you lumping all of your, your child ASINs into the same campaigns? So then I would create the portfolios. Next is my campaign uh, naming convention. So are the campaigns named easily? Uh, for us, it's like product code, space, dash, space, uh, you know, the type of the ad, like close match, loose match compliments or substitutes, if it's auto, uh, broad, phrase, or exact, product targeting, expanded ASIN. So what's the type of the, the ad? Uh, space, dash, space. And then it's like uh, the purpose of the ad. So if it has a purpose like ranking or, or you know, branded, something like that, if it's like brand brand name. And then, uh, you know, space, dash, space, the source of the keywords. And so that's like if it came from Helium 10 or if it came from the search term report or if it's like a main keyword or something like that. Uh, and that allows me to sort through campaigns pretty quickly because whenever I'm looking at like, show me all of the performance of my like exact, uh, you know, uh, keyword campaigns, then I can just type in exact in the search and it, it pops up. Next, I'm looking at the budgets of the campaigns, um, especially for campaigns that are either running out of budget or ha have a good ROAS. So if your campaign has a low ACOS or a good ROAS, there's no reason that the budget should be low. Even if you feel like, okay, my budget's $50 and I'm only spending $25 a day, it doesn't matter because what I've noticed is if I go from 50 to 250, I'll go from spending $25 a day to $80 a day. And if the ACOS is good, then you're just gonna make more sales with a good ACOS. It's definitely worth trying. Uh, and then if you're running out of budget, obviously that's also a red flag. You should always control your spending based on a bid level. So lower the bids to spend less as opposed to capping uh you know your your spend on a budget level because that uh, i've seen just kind of affects performance negatively then from there i'm going to click into the campaigns and i'm going to make sure that each of them have only one ad group uh what i've noticed is multiple ad groups cause like let's say you have a hundred dollar budget it could be eighty dollars to one ad group and twenty to another ad group again doesn't make any sense i don't know why it happens but it's something i want to avoid because it could be that the twenty dollar ad group is the one that has the better um roas but Amazon's uh, primary objective is to make you sell more. Uh, and then once I'm in the ad groups, I'm, uh, the next thing I'm looking for is how many keywords do you have in there? If you have you know, more than five keywords, I start suspecting that you might have keywords at the bottom not getting enough um, like budget. So I'll just sort by sales or sort, sort by spend. And then I'll see, okay, you know, keyword number one, two, three, four, five, they all have sales, but like six, seven, eight, they have like one sale in the last 30 to 60 days. And then keyword number nine onwards, they don't have any sales. So 
those keywords are all areas of opportunity. If I pause those keywords in that campaign, move them to, you know, create a new campaign with those keywords, give them another, another chance with a good budget, they could end up spending a lot more money and making sales. So uh, that's the next thing that I look for. Then I go into the placements tab. So, you know, do I find any placements like top of search or product pages where the ROAS and the click-through rates are significantly better than they are in the rest of search? So for example, if I look at, you know, in a campaign, I look at the placement tab and I see the top of search has like a, a 8% click-through rate instead of like a 0.4 in rest of search. And it has like a 7x ROAS instead of a 3x ROAS. What I'm going to do is I'm going to increase the bid by placement, you know, by 25% or something like that, just a small number to what, what I'm telling Amazon is if my bid is a dollar, I'm allowing you to spend up to a dollar and 25 cents if it means that I'm going to show up on the, uh, the top of page one, because, you know, I've seen based on the data, I'm converting uh, well there. Then I'm going to go into the targeting tab or the bulk sheet. You know, if you, if you don't know how to use the bulk sheet, just stick to the targeting tab. In the targeting tab, I'm sorting for keywords that are not profitable. So only exact and product targeting, I'm, I'm going to, you know, just do either uh, two types of, of keywords. One where I'm like orders equals zero and spend is greater than a certain number. So orders equals zero means it didn't make me any sales and I spent money. Let's say I spent more than $15 or like half of my product cost with no sales. And then I identify all those keywords. Again, just exact and product targeting. Auto, broad, and phrase, I'll tell you how to handle them in a second. So those ones, I'm going to lower the bids uh, or or pause them. You know, if it, if it spent $30 in the last 90 days and, and it didn't make any sales, it just at this point, it's not going to make any more sales. It could in the future once your conversion rate is significantly higher, but not right now. So, and then the other thing is, okay, I'm going to just sort by ACOS. So show me everything that's greater than 75% ACOS. And again, all of those, and 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 warning guys, if, you know, for anything that's greater than 75% ACOS, do not touch things that have um, a really good, uh, like a really high number of sales. Because the ACOS could be bad, but in reality, it could be driving a lot of sales even on the organic side that it's just not being attributed. Um, so again, ACOS is high. I'm going to uh, lower the bids. Um, and then vice versa. I'm going to sort by anything that has like a, a ROAS greater than, let's say, 5x, for example. And then I'm going to increase the bids of all of those keywords, meaning I'm willing to show up higher in the search. And you can always do a, like a cross check with, you know, um, Cerebro and see where you're ranking organically for those keywords. If you're ranking organically and sponsored high, you don't need to increase the bids. But if your organic and sponsored rank is low and your ROAS is good, it's worth trying to increase the bids, get more visibility, more clicks, and more sales. Um, then I'm going to go into the search term report. That's the final piece. And in the search term report, I, again, two directions. Number one, keywords that are not working. This is for auto broad phrase and expanded ASIN. The reason is, is for a broad keyword, it could be 30 different keywords that, that are being triggered in the search terms that are you know resulting in bad performance. So maybe five of them, 10 of them are bad, uh, like low ROAS or spend and no sales, and then five are, or 10 are very good. So you wanna keep the good ones and then negative the bad ones. So again, a filter, sales equals zero, spend greater than $15, Take all of those keywords and, and go into the campaigns and add them as negatives, negative exact. Um, and then, you know, ACOS greater than 85%. Again, be careful for keywords that are generating a lot of sales. But I can take all of those keywords, add them as negatives in the campaigns. And then uh, vice versa, I can identify any keywords with like greater than 5x ROAS. Take all of those keywords, find which match types they're not currently being targeted in. So maybe they're in broad, uh, they got discovered in broad, but I'm not actually targeting them in an exact campaign or a broad campaign or whatever. And then I take those keywords and start launching them in new campaigns so I can get more visibility on those keywords. But that's essentially what I'm doing. That's step by step. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. So if you want to get more tips 
uh, from Mina about how to, you know, run PPC, make sure uh, to check out his company and uh, hub.helium10.com. You can look for Trivium, or if you have a platinum account or higher, make sure to uh, check out PPC Academy. It's in your learning hub on your Helium 10 dashboard. He's got tons of great modules there. Mina, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, thanks very much, Mina, for that. And thanks to all of you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed this edition and we'll see you next week to see what's buzzing.